What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Gurus featuring Dario, Gianluca, Luca, Alex, myself, Vince. We are the podcast, sports podcast, that will keep you guys on up to date on everything in the sports world. So turn on your notifications, like, subscribe, and get ready because today we're going to be talking about Formula One. As you guys all know, Formula One has been indefinitely postponed until further notice due to COVID-19 pandemic, which, has, as we all know, has taken practically every sport we all love away. And uh, it's really put uh, our days like being very boring ones because there's nothing to do, nothing to watch. Um, fortunately, things are starting to open back up. As we mentioned in our other episode, Gary Bettman has approved the 2014 playoff bracket to commence very soon. So go check that video out. Um, this is our third video, guys. And we're going to, like I mentioned in our previous ones, we're posting twice a week, Mondays and Fridays. Uh, and leave your uh, your comments You're in our, uh, this, uh, what's it called at the bottom there? We leave our comments at the bottom. Um, although COVID-19 has had a, a, a pause to, to F1, a lot has been going on. We've seen Sebastian Level Vettel lead Ferrari. We've seen Carlos Sainz join and take his place. Uh, we've seen Ricardo leave Reynolds and to join McLaren. And a lot has been going down, so we're going to get right into it. And we're going to have Dario start it all off. Dario, what do you have to say? Well, today we'll be focusing mainly on Science versus Ricardo, because that was the main uh, two drivers that were supposed to fill the seat at Ferrari, uh, as well as Vettel's departure, and later moving on to who will fill the seat at Renault, and possibly looking into the new regulations that are coming in. Um, I'll pass this off to Luca. Who do you think deserved the Ferrari seat more, Sainz, Ricardo, or someone else? I think personally, uh, Carlos Sainz deserved the Ferrari seat, and I think he did was the right choice that they made. And the reason why, well, you know, he's younger. He's obviously got less experience than Ricardo and Vettel, but he's got the biggest promise. And I think out of everyone, if you look at his just his career in McLaren and everything. He's proven himself. He's proven himself with the teams that he's driven for. He's picked up a lot of big points. He's picked up some podiums. And I think that Ferrari, with the thing, with the drivers that they have now with Leclerc and Sainz, I think they can do some real damage, especially with, you know, a young partnership and they're moving in the right direction. I think that it's a good move for Ferrari. That's my opinion. But yeah, John Luca. Um, honestly, for me, uh, I would think Ricardo would be uh, the better guy to replace uh, Vettel. As we all know, Ricardo is a proven race winner, winning seven races. Multiple po- he's picked up multiple podiums over the years. Yes, last season he hasn't picked, he didn't pick up anything, but you have to remember he was in a rental, which was not really anywhere and nor did it have a stable season because at the beginning of the year they had two DNFs back-to-back in Australia and in Bahrain, but going through the year, you saw him fighting that car and out driving that car. He was partnered up with Nico Hulkenberg last year, who everyone said is a very, very underrated driver, and he should be up there with some of the best names in Formula One in the sport at the moment, and he outdrove him in every single way. So I think even though last year didn't didn't pick up many points, didn't pick up many podiums or well, any podiums for that matter. I think Ricardo would is is a better driver than Science. Plus, he has 
he has uh, the victories and he has the podiums and he could, I think, compete for a world championship and lead Ferrari going forward. Uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, let's get someone else's. Yeah, Gianluca, I pretty much agree with you, honestly. I think Ricardo, like, he's proven himself as a good driver, but he wasn't necessarily with, like, good teams in the past. Like, Ferrari's obviously one of, like, arguably the best team in F1, and they've been that way, like, for such a historically long time. Like, Vettel's been with them, and they've been winning championships after championships. Like, them and McLaren have been dominating for the past, like, 20 years. Or, sorry, uh, Mercedes, rather. Um, I think that Ricardo is finally going to have a chance to prove himself in a good team with good equipment, good cars, and, and he has the proper um, support in his new team. Um, you know, racing at Red Bull is not the same as racing at Ferrari. We have to admit it. You know, they, have, they don't have the same budget. They don't have the same, you know, the same staff and the same bosses and everyone who's trying to manage the team. So, like Gianluca said, I think Ricardo's honestly going to be a bit better than Sainz. He's had more time on the track. He's been there for many more years than, than Sainz. He's older. And his career isn't, like, anywhere near than done yet. He has a lot of time left in F1. And, um, yeah, I think he could definitely take that seat. There's rumors now that Sainz has taken it. I'm excited to see what really happens in the next few months. Um, so, uh, yeah, Dario, Vince, you guys have anything to say? Uh, I disagree with Gianluca and Alex, and I have to agree with Luca here that Sainz is the better fit at Ferrari. I'll tell you why. I feel like Ferrari is trying to build the same system that Mercedes has right now, where whether you want to like agree with me or not, Bottas is basically Hamilton's wingman. They need him to stay out, to stall out one of the Ferraris or a Red Bull. He'll do it. You know, the classic line, Valtteri, James, like, you know, he'll stay out if he has to. Um, and I think with Vettel leaving, this is now Leclerc's team. And, bringing in a driver like Ricardo, that brings back the competition between the two drivers, which is what they don't want. They kind of want someone stable behind Leclerc because Leclerc is obviously the future of the team. So they really just want to have someone to help Leclerc win and occasionally pick up a few race wins here and there. Kind of like when, when Raikkonen was still there with Vettel. Raikkonen was kind of just there he picked up the occasional win um and Vettel was just there doing all the work and now that uh, they bring in science for me to sign that like they want Leclerc to be that guy that takes all the wins that carries the team to the podium and science just is there as a wingman basically so basically what you're trying to say is science is coming in to be both as 2.0 Justin Ferrari question yeah basically um i think i think carlos signs is uh the right choice i'm gonna agree with dario and and luca here um he's young and i think in any sport being young is is what any any team wants you know obviously driving is is different than everything with more with more time under your belt obviously you're more an experienced driver and everything you have just more experience with the, the team, how everything goes, the, the atmosphere, and just being calm in in, in tight scenarios. Because we know F1, you could screw up in, in, in a second and blow the whole race for yourself. And I think Carlos Sainz is the right guy because not only he's Italian, 
the guy speaks, he's not Italian, he speaks Italian, which I think is very important. Communication with a team is very important, you know. Um, Vettel didn't have that. But I think him being able to speak Italian, it's gonna, he's going to get along well with uh, the team. Um, you know, we've seen him do well at Toro Rosso. He was uh, Verstappen's teammate. He was one time he also had Hockenberg uh, as a teammate. He's had tough competitors as teammates. So, and he's done well each time. So I think two two young guys in Leclerc and Sainz next to uh, next to each other, butting heads. I really think it's the perfect duel. I really do. And um, I think he's the man for the job. He signed a two-year contract with Ferrari. And uh, I think he's going to prove a lot of people wrong, and he could be Ferrari's number one driver. I, have, uh, oh, I was going to ask a question to, uh, to Vince or to anyone to answer, as a matter of fact. Do you guys think that like, the driver's charisma has something to do with his performance on the track? Because I feel like Ricardo's a lot more motivated, and he's a lot more like he attracts the cameras, and he has a good media image compared to Sainz. Like, for the past years, he's, he's been always smiling on camera, and he's like a very likable person so i think that i'm just gonna also have Alex, ferrari's image in that aspect alex I, I i like what you're saying and this is why i want ricardo to come to ferrari not he actually I, if i'm correct he is italian uh obviously born in australia but he does he is like he has italian roots yeah yeah he has um, italian roots for sure he he's the kind of guy that you want as the face of your team i find yeah um i was Very anyone true. would want him on your team like you you think of Danny Rick, what do you think of? You think of the guy who smiles and he's, who's always happy no matter what, unless you think of a couple of years ago to this day, back in 2016, Monaco, when he lost that win. Um, but other than that, like, Carlos Sainz, he is extremely motivated, though. I'll give him that. He's a great driver. He's an insane driver. He's an insane talent. He proved it this year by uh, starting the season off very, very terribly. But coming out super, super strong at the end and finishing seven, uh, sixth in the championship, actually, and winning the best of the rest. But he is very, very motivated, but I, he's just more of a behind-the-scenes guy. He has, I think he actually has a stronger work ethic than Danny Rick, but he's just more behind-the-scenes. Danny Rick is just all, like, the, the, the media pay attention to him because he's, like, one of the faces of F1 because he's always smiling, always happy, and always uh, just... We all, we all know Danny Rick. We all love but Danny that's, Rick. That's, that's what Ferrari want. They don't want the flash. They want the attention to be on Leclerc. They want, it to, they want him to like be the star of the team, the center of the attention. They don't want to have Ricardo you know, being there. Like you said, he has a lot of attention on him. He's a very likable person. But you, I they, also... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I, I also think that um, just in general... Um, Carlos Sainz also has raced for Toro Rosso and he knows how to speak the language, right? He knows how to speak Italian. And I think that's a big part of that as well. Um, he's, you know, he's also, he's, his nationality is Spanish, which, I mean, to a certain extent, like there's, the language is pretty similar there too. And I think that, you know, yeah, Ricardo's got charisma and he's one of the happiest drivers in F1. You've seen it. You've seen what he's done. But I also think that Carlos Sainz, in, in everything that you see, even in interviews, he's very motivated, like Gianluca said. And he's got the work ethic that, in my opinion, is going to suit Ferrari. Because like Dario said, they want to have a young lineup. They want to be able to have a young lineup to compete. And I think that in order to do that, it's to take the pressure off Leclerc and it's to give Leclerc the opportunity to work with it. I think it's going to help them in the long run.
Moving gonna, along. I'm gonna add on Luca here. Right, go ahead. Price for topics. Very quick, I promise. Um, I like what Luca's saying. I, okay, it's a very hard choice to pick between these two drivers. They're both very, very good drivers, and they both, yeah, like yes, Carlos Sainz is 24, but he's been in F1 since 2015. So he has a lot of races under his belt. He's driven up. He's been up against very, very, very good competition. As Max Verstappen, he is literally the future of Formula One. Not Red Bull, Formula One. Everyone says he's crazy. And he didn't beat Max Verstappen in Toro Rosso, but he was close. Um, after that, he was with Danny Kvyat. Yes, Danny Kvyat has a reputation for being a very, very poor driver, but he beat him. Or and he beat him very comfortably. Yes. But <laughs> Danny Rick got into F1 and got into Red Bull for a reason. He's a very he's, he's talented. Um, then he beat him. He beat Hulkenberg. No, he didn't beat Hulkenberg. Yeah, he beat Hul- He didn't beat Hulkenberg, but he was there. He was in that fight. Um, so, yeah. Let's move on to the next topic. This now leaves the four-time world champion, Sebastian Vettel, out of a job. Where do you think he's going to go? Um, personally, I think he goes, and I know a lot of people are going to hate me for this, but I think he goes to Mercedes. And the only reason why I think he goes to Mercedes is Mercedes are at a point now where they've got Valtteri Bottas as their second driver. And I just don't see them in an op- in a market where Sebastian Vettel is available. And I think a lot of people and a lot of fans especially want to see Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian Vettel compete on the same team. And could you just imagine a team where Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian Vettel are literally together, I think that, that would be a crazy, crazy thing for the F1 um, fans and just for anyone in F1. I think the fans would go crazy. Also, a rivalry like that on the same team, having Vettel and, and Hamilton would be really, really fun for the sport and it would make things really, really interesting. However, I can also see him going to Renault and the reason for that is, you know, Renault's a decent team. They're not they're not terrible, obviously. They've got some decent drivers. I think with Esteban Alcon, he can teach him a thing or two. So I could see the possibility of him going to Renault, but I do believe that if there is an opportunity, Vettel's going to take the opportunity and go to Mercedes if Mercedes decides to go that route as well. Anybody else? Um, I'll pitch in here. Uh, honestly, on Vettel... For Vettel, uh, I want him to stay in F1 because I love Vettel. I love he's a great driver. He's a great person. Um, I think the dream for everybody would be for him to go to Mercedes, but that would be a dream tandem with him and him and Hamilton in the same car. So that way you could finally see who would win, who's actually the better driver. Because all these years, different cars, you never know. Do, do you think team. there's gonna be like a big competition between both of them? Because obviously, two of the like. Argu- arguably the best sure. two drivers in the world. So, like, moment, it's going to yeah. be pretty interesting seeing them in one team together. What do you guys have to think about that? Like, it's going to be, like, do you think they're going to, like, crash a lot? Like, it's going to be, like, a big sense of competition. They're probably going to scrap a bunch of cars by doing it. You know what I mean? Like, they're always going to be trying to get first position, you know. What do you yeah, guys I think? highly doubt it happens. I don't think – first, I don't think Hamilton would want him on the team. Yeah, exactly. I don't think so either because Hamilton knows that Vettel is a good driver and having they're, they're both number one drivers so you can't have two guys like that on the same team I find and I feel like Vettel needs to join a team where he knows he's he's wanted you know like ever since he joined Ferrari in, in, in 2015 
I really seen Vettel grasp a good relationship with Ferrari. Like the passion he showed, being with 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 them, like the Italian culture, he seemed to love it and really enjoy it. So I'm really surprised, to be honest, that he actually left Ferrari. You know, he had said, quote unquote, no longer a common desire to stay together beyond the end of this season. So obviously things didn't seem to have gone on well in the contract negotiations there. And I think last year, uh, when um, Charles Leclerc being the the new driver put into Ferrari and actually performing better than Vettel, it put a bit of um, it, it rubbed salt in the wound and it made it worse in, in, in his case. That's that's why I feel why a contract agreement didn't come together with, with uh, one another. And I really don't see Vettel going to Mercedes. Um, I don't, and he has said, he has stated how he wants to spend a lot of time with uh, his family, spend more time with them. And I feel like, you know, he's 32 now and there's no way of him catching up to Hamilton and Schumacher's record. I think he's going to call it quits. I really think it's over for him. He's going to stop. So there is an opportunity that can come up maybe in the future, but I think he's going to, he's going to stop and spend more time with his family. Like he said, he's going to set the, set that out to that. I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on what the Alex, the question that Alex made and how it and how I feel that Vettel will not join Mercedes. For me it's simple. You look back in time, you look at you look at the days when Hamilton was pit was teammates with Alonso. That didn't go well at all. They hated each other, they smashed into each other. Alonso never there's one point in qualifying where like Alonso stood there waited long enough so Hamilton wouldn't be able to go out for an extra lap. So Alonso got the pole position in qualifying. You look at you look at when Hamilton was teammates with Rosberg, another big name driver who knows how to he knows what he's doing. And that didn't go well. Hamilton doesn't like the competition like in a team. He likes to be the sole runner of the team and he Number wants one. to Number he one. wants to want to run Number his one. own team. Which is why Bottas is there. Which is why, you know, like I said, you look back. He never, him and Alonso never got along. Him and Rosberg, you see, they never got along. I'm gonna throw to the same point here, but for Vettel, when Vettel was with Weber, that didn't go well. They were constantly exactly. fighting, constantly fighting on exactly. track. Then when Weber left, Danny Rick came in actually, and Danny Rick beat Vettel. Vettel wasn't happy, and he kept having a bad relationship with Danny Rick. Um, I'm just gonna. I'm just going to say something. Um, obviously, you know, we look at the relationships that both drivers have, and you can see that there are a lot of toxic relationships on both sides. But I also think that if you think about it from a, a sporting perspective, having Hamilton and Vettel on the same team would be something that we've never seen before, I think, because you've literally got two arguably world championship drivers going head to head. You know that Vettel is literally trying to catch up to Hamilton. That's literally been the goal for him. And even though he may never reach that, just the opportunity that he can potentially beat Hamilton in a car that he can compete with Hamilton in, because I feel like over the last couple of years, Ferrari and even Red Bull to a certain extent have been miles apart from Mercedes. And I'm talking that Mercedes has been faster. If you put Sebastian Vettel in the same car as Lewis Hamilton, how, how well is Sebastian Vettel going to do? Is he going to outscore Lewis Hamilton? That's the question that I think if you're a Ferrari fan, you'd love to see the answer to because you can say, oh, yeah, Lewis Hamilton's a better driver than Sebastian Vettel. But if Lewis Hamilton's driving a Mercedes car that's faster than a Ferrari car, 
then at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. But if they're both driving the same car, then you can really compare who's better and who's arguably worth being the first driver. And, you know, who can you put in the debate and be like, yeah, this guy's better and this guy's going to do what he has to do. So I think in terms of that, I would like to see it. And that's why I think he would go to Mercedes. But I can see your point in terms of the toxic relationships that Hamilton has had in the past and also Vettel that has had in the past. I'm just going to add like an, like an open-ended question. Like we can, we can move on to another topic, but just to finish it off, do you guys think if Vettel were to join um, Mercedes one day, do you guys think that Hamilton would stay or would he also leave team at the same time that Vettel would join the team? Like, do you guys see him in any other team right now except Mercedes? Or do you see him continuing his career for the next few years with, uh, with Mercedes and staying there? I mean, Hamilton, Hamilton has said in the past that he like he would love to drive Ferrari for Ferrari. I mean, who wouldn't? It's like it's the classic red. Everyone knows what it is. He, would he leave? I think he'll accept the competition for at least a year or two, and then maybe he would want to leave and try something else. But yeah, that's my opinion. I don't think so. I think he's gonna go for for Schumacher's record. And he's gonna do that with uh, Mercedes. Like uh, he drives. He's well definitely with on track for it right now. Like he's, he's, he's I think yeah, he's one away or two. He is, one away, I think. He's one from tying it. One from tying already. So yeah, yeah. It's a fair but point. There's still a lot of Schumacher records that he's, he's never ever gonna. Oh yeah, for sure. He's never gonna yeah. been even be close to. Uh, obviously, just being, you know, beating uh, a legend like uh, Schumacher. And, and one of his records is crazy. So I feel like he's going to do that with with, um, with Mercedes. And if Vettel ever comes into the picture, like I, I, I really don't see, I, I really don't see uh, him leaving at all, Hamilton, whether Vettel comes or not. All right, so, cool. So um, is there any other topic that we could discuss about? Or I think there's one more topic that we have yeah, to talk about. We have one more topic. So basically there's... One seat for sure not filled yet, and that's the seat at Renault, which uh, Ricardo has left and joined for McLaren to join Lando Norris to create the ultimate meme team, but we love it. Um, so basically, the question is, who will fill that Renault seat? It won't be Vettel. <laughs> don't think it's going to be him. Yeah, I think so. I. I think, I mean, the only unreal like option that I think would be a consideration just because he's already driven for them, I think would be Nico Hulkenberg. And a lot of people are saying, oh, he may not come back to F1. In my opinion, if the spot's there and Renault wants to give him a chance again, I think he's, it's his seat to lose, in my opinion. You, you know, I, I've wanted to see Nico Hulkenberg in F1. I've always liked Nico Hulkenberg when he's driven. I think that, you know, him and Savan Ocon as potential teammates would be absolutely fantastic. That being said, you're looking at Sebastian Vettel as the only pretty much free agent and the big free agent. And if Sebastian Vettel decides that he wants to continue racing, Renault should pursue that. So I think that it's between Nico Hulkenberg and Sebastian Vettel, in my opinion, as to who gets that seat. I have a quick question. Now regarding this topic, it's going to be more about Lance Scholl, the Canadian uh, driver, the the son of the multi-billionaire Lawrence Scholl, who who uh, basically got his son into driving. Um, right now, he's with Racing Point. It's going to be eventually turned into Aston Martin. Um, what do you guys think of him, Lance Stroll? You know, do you think um, they, he he was rushed into F one? Do you think? Uh, 
he needed to spend more time at uh, the Ferrari Academy. Should they have kept him? You know, we've seen him. He's had bad, bad uh, performances. He's crashed a couple of times the car. Uh, well, I, I, it, it, go, ahead, go, go for it. Do you think like, he, he was put into F1 too early, given a contract too early? Do you think he's going to get better over time? You know, he is still young. He's 21. Like, uh, you think he's going to get better? Or? Personally, if you ask me, driver. yeah, I think it definitely helps if your dad owns the team. Like, <laughs> you could just, it's not, it's not fade hard away, to just, fade away. yeah, you're just like, oh, okay, dad, can I go drive? Yeah, okay, I'll put you a driver. It's like, whatever. Like, I mean, honestly, like, yes, there's been, he's been good in his youth career, like, more or less. But I, I think, like you said, he was a bit rushed to get into the F1, man. And like, he hasn't proven like anything so far. Like he's he's basically just driving because his dad is there. Like I don't really see him progressing unless he gets with a decent team and he gets decent coaching. But I think he's just riding off the fact that his dad owns the team and he's just like, okay, well I'm set for life now. Like have a seat assured forever. Like as long as his dad owns the team, he's gonna follow him wherever he goes. Like he, it's 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 hard to say if if you're the manager of of like of an F1 team, and the owner says, yeah, can my son drive? It's pretty hard to say, like, no, he can't drive. Like, I don't feel like, I don't want him to be there. So, um, yeah, I think in that sense, like, he was a bit forced, and they forced way too early to, to be into F1. And at the moment, I don't really see him finishing top 10 probably this season. He still has a lot of work to be done. What do you guys think about the, his potential in the F1? Honestly, I think he's overrated. In my opinion, I think people, you know, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, you know, he's got potential. In my opinion, he just doesn't. Um, he hasn't proven anything. And like you said, right, his dad basically got him into F1 because of his youth, you know, whatever. And so I think that because of that, it makes him, it doesn't make him any any good, in my opinion. I just don't think he's good enough. I don't think he's he's got the potential to be anything. And also, he's got one podium, and that podium was really, really lucky, in my opinion. Yeah, almost everybody he, had like crashed. It was an Azerbaijan. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was like the, it was the probably the luckiest podium. He's, and they they he, gave him so much got, hype for getting that, being one of the youngest guys. But you know, he was really lucky to get it. Exactly. So, like, I don't, I just don't see Lance Stroll. Like, there's no potential for this kid unless he joins a big team. But he hasn't shown anything. He hasn't proven anything. So why, why should that? He shouldn't be getting the praise that he is, regardless of whether he's Canadian or not. In my opinion, like he's just he's just not good enough. Anybody else? Dario, I want, I want to I want to hear your opinion on this. I think you know my opinion, Jaluka. You know it. Lance Stroll is garbage, like absolutely trash. Like, sure, I love that he's from Montreal. It's amazing, you know. It's oh, it's a driver from our city, but he's so bad. Like we've given like you could. You see guys, like, when you mentioned Verstappen when he was at Toro Rosso, that car was garbage, and he made something of it. Like, even George Russell, Don Williams is horrible, and he's some, in some races, he made something of it. Stroll never did anything. He got lucky. It's like, it's like the coach's son on, like, your soccer team. He just sucks. And the dad, the dad, will, the dad will never tell him that he sucks. Exactly it. His dad will never tell him that he sucks. And it, it's sad to hear because, like, like I said, he's from Montreal. He's from our city, you know. I love seeing, love seeing a Canadian. 
I just think that at this point, since we're talking about Canadians, I'm going to compare Latifi and Stroll. I think that Latifi is much better, talented. Doesn't he, He's had to prove himself in F2 and F3. Stroll is just, you know, not I have money. I'm just going to put myself on a team because I can. I don't know. He's, he hasn't proven much. I'm going to end it off with Joe Luca. It's all yours. Hey, um, you know what? I like Stroll. <laughs> and you guys all are giving him a hard time. Honestly, I get it. He's very, very, very... He was, okay, he was rushed in death one. He was rushed in death one, but I think he's proven himself. Overrated. What are you doing there? <laughs> Overrated. No, he... Okay, well, you're... I think I could do better than him, honestly. Like, he's not, uh, he's not a guy to be an F1. Like, he's, I'm better. He was rushed. He was rushed into it, yes. But yeah, he was, he was. hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. He, I, I'm going to make a fight for him here. He, yes, his podium was extremely lucky in 2017 at Azerbaijan. That was a very lucky podium. But you have to be good to be lucky. <laughs> but after that... In Monza, I don't know if you remember this, but in Monza, he qualified on the front row in the wet. If he was not experienced or decent enough to do that, he would have probably qualified 18. But he put that car, he put that Williams on the front row when his teammate Felipe Massa, who is a very, very, very good driver, didn't even make it out of Q1. Um, this season, uh, sorry, 2019, he finished P4 in Germany in the wet. That was a very, very bad race. That, that race was more messed up than Azerbaijan, and everyone knows it. So, yes, but yeah. why is why is Lance Stroll, the most lucky. overrated guy, He's always finishing in good positions when lucky. it's terrible Gianluca, race? Gianluca, they have no other fucking drivers, bro. He was like, he was the only one that was there, so they're like, okay, fine, fine whatever, you got P4, bro. Every other, every other fucking driver crashed, bro. What the fuck's he supposed to do? It's almost as if, like, they... Why didn't he crash? Why didn't he crash? He's if he's so bad. He, he got luck. Every single win that he's every single fucking accomplishment that he has has been luck. He hasn't done one where you can officially say, yeah, he's earned one. The only thing that he's done is that front row that he got with the Williams. That's it. That's the only thing you can give him credit for. Everything else he's done has not proven anything. And hey, that's just a fact. On your phones, all of you right now on your phones, look up. Who has gained the most positions on the first lap of every single race? Lance Alonso was one of the best starters off the off the grid, and he backed oh, it up by winning. He, he makes up. up the most positions in a race of all the drivers. Yes, he's bad in qualifying, but uh, he makes up for it on, ra- on race day. Okay, I we'll think see that's how it's All right, bro, you're, you're guys, guys, for today, you. honestly. It's really you're mixed Luca, opinions. You're four to one on the topic, bro. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but there's mixed opinions. You never know. He may be a good driver. You know, he may not be as uh, as good as what they say he'll be. But that is it, guys. That's this is our, our opinions on uh, on F1. We gave you guys the news that we that we uh, have seen this week. Uh, let us know in the comments section down below what you guys think. Uh, like I said, this is our this is our third video. We're we're adapting to the whole YouTube podcast thing, and uh, we appreciate your support. And uh, we'll see you guys very soon. Thanks, guys.